Hello and welcome everyone to this Intuitive Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Intuitive Business Coach and Medical Intuitive Energy Therapy Practitioner, Kathleen Miller. And this podcast explores the empowered advantage of tapping into your intuition and then using it to improve your body, your business, your entire life, your relationships, everything. So in today's episode, which is number four, we are going to be exploring the difference between being intuitive, being a medium, being a psychic, being an intuitive healer, and how these... Oftentimes, people are curious how there's a difference between the two. Is a medium just somebody that can talk to crossover uh, dead people and spirits? And so we're going to explore the difference, the slight differences in each of these and how they do all overlap with that in, that non-physical energy sensitivity. And yet there are some uh, ways to differentiate to help you better navigate and understand each of these um, each of these. So we're going to start with being an intuitive. And this is a word I personally prefer over the psychic word, just because in the psychic realm, there's all of the, um, oh boy, how do I say this? A lot of, the reason I don't like the word psychic personally is because to me, psychic means somebody's just going to tell you what's going to happen. They're going to tell you what it's going and it's all very one way and very passive. And so part of being intuitive to me just feels more conscious where I have people that do request saying, Hey, you know, I want to know if my boyfriend cheated. I want to know what's going to happen in this area of my life or what's going to happen. So technically being intuitive is having that psychic awareness and that psychic sensitivity. But my work and my focus with my clients is absolutely to be more conscious about it and helping you to develop your own awareness so that you can really intuit for yourself in your own life. We all have this capacity. Yes, I was born being able to see, hear, feel, know. I had extreme gifts and extreme sensitivities since as early as I can remember. And honestly, they were very difficult. They were very physically difficult um, to be in the world and deal with overload of awareness and stimulation. And so part of why I work so hard to develop myself to be a healthy intuitive is because I know so many people out there have sensitivities, have anxiety, have, you know, these hypersensitive bodies and mental emotional experiences. And, and, and when you learn how to develop that, it can be such a huge difference for you being able to really balance yourself, be more, feel more conscious control in your own life. And so for me, the intuitive or the intuitive coach or the intuitive counselor, um, I know there's a few different titles or maybe an intuitive, um, you know, I know those can even get specific into intuitive business or intuitive uh, lifestyle or intuitive wellness coach. Okay. So each of those would be, again, getting more specific into being intuitive about, you know, your wellness needs or about your, what your physical body's doing. And so depending on what you're looking for or what you're desiring to experience somebody with that title of intuitive coach you know, that's someone who can intuit, but is also guiding you to be more aware um, for yourself. 
So then the medium, secondly, the, the next one is a medium. So this is one I think that's a bit more misunderstood because a medium, although um, there are several very well-known ones out there with, you know, Teresa Caputo doing the, the uh, Long Island medium and then, of course, the um, Hollywood medium. And, and so those are, and I love it because these are two very normal people. I, I love them both. I think they're both doing fantastic work. And, and you can see from their shows that it's not just about the talking to crossover loved ones. It's, it's actually very normal, healthy people who are quite sensitive, who are able to, basically medium means being able to communicate with non-physical energy. So oftentimes that's popular with, with crossover loved ones. And yet it's not just that. Um, being a medium myself, you know, again, from a very young age, I had visitors in the night. I had, um, I was able to see angels, uh, non-physical forms, crossovers. And it was something that was very scary, very um, confusing because I didn't understand why other people didn't see it. Um, I didn't want it. I actually did turn it off for quite a while um, because it was something I just didn't know how to handle and I didn't have support at, with it. And then, of course, um, later in life when I began to develop, all of it sort of opened back up with um, like, kind of like it or not, <laughs> which really forced me to find supports to be able to handle it and then over time realize, wow, this isn't a curse. It's actually a gift. And it's an it's a amazing capacity when you're willing to use it for good and with integrity to be able to communicate with form. So I'm able to not only, um, you know, talk to, yes, crossovers, um, different, uh, and there's also this telekinesis aspect where people can um, also by touching objects, be able to get information. I know that's another one that, uh, Teresa does in her show. She has people bring, um, or Tyler um, does that as well. People bringing objects that then that telekinesis from holding it has, um, you know, they're, you're able to, to get the imprints of information about what that is. And so that's where that's a little bit different than the intuitive because it is going, a bit more specific to an, to a, either a crossover entity or, um, for me, another one is gemstones. That's something I, um, have done for about 20 years with being able to get information from gemstones for people. So understanding why people choose certain jewelry, certain, certain stones that they're drawn to. And so that they can understand, you know, what that's giving them, what that's doing for them. Um, and so these are wonderful, you know, capacities, again, for you to maybe understand a little bit more if that's something that you're, that you're looking for. But to know that the mediums that are out there, the good ones, the hopefully high reputable, high um, healthy ones, I always say when you're looking for this, make sure when you go on people's websites, when you're meeting them, when you're talking to them, you're very, very comfortable. They look very healthy. Make sure they're reputable. Check out around them. You know, um, it's, it's just so important because I do have people that come to me and they've had a reading that has scared the living bejesus out of them, or they've been told something very bizarre in my opinion. Um, and so being able to, to, 
you know, when, if you do decide that you do want to work with an intuitive or a medium or a psychic in any way, making sure that that feels really good and that it's, it's a very pot, it should be a very positive experience. A lot of what you hear should not be a huge, oh my gosh, it's 180 from where I'm going. It should be confirming. You should be on track with, with, and sometimes, yes, there are some surprises and there are some things that it's very useful to be aware of that you might not have been. And yet a lot of intuitive, whether it's a coach or, or these types of um, services should be confirming what you already know about it. Okay. So the third one is the psychic. And as again, you know, that's somebody who tends to be more of just answering questions, looking at specific dates, specific timing, specific. Um, and, and it's important to remember the big thing I really want to share about psychics that I think is super important to know. And I always tell my clients this too, is there are, yes, there are high probabilities of likelihood of things to happen. When I'm doing a reading for someone and somebody says, Hey, you know, what do you see for, you know, this date or this, this, um, project I'm working on, let's say, for example. Now, if I look at it and I get sort of three months on the calendar that light up, I know, okay, there's still a lot more in formulation that hasn't quite solidified. Now, somebody else might ask me the same question and it goes to May and then all of a sudden it'll circle May 15th. And I know, oh my gosh, this is really highly probable to like connect on that time. And then when I give them the date, they're like, oh my gosh, we're shooting for that week. You know, that sounds like that's spot on. And, and a lot of times they will, you know, report like, yeah, it happened that week or that, that day totally, you know, clicked in, but it's still probability. You might change your mind. You might find something along the way because there's so many moving parts to that, that suddenly it's not your choice to change that date. It's suddenly the project's choice or, somebody else that's involved with the process. So it's very important to remember there's always multiple moving parts and, and it can also unfold in a way you didn't realize. I remember one client who said there, um, I, she was asking about her love life and I was seeing a, a specific date light up and I said, gosh, you know, this, this really specific, I think it was the 16th or something, And so the day came and passed, but I was kind of curious about it because it was one of those super bright, like it lit up really strong. So on the next call, and it was, and I said it was, it was an opportunity for her. And then on the next time I worked with her, I said, I said, whatever happened? I remember was this date. And she said, oh no, nothing happened. And I said, well, no, there was something there. And And then she says, oh, well, I got asked to go out of town by somebody. Like I was invited to like a weekend away. But she said no. So it was, I was seeing the opportunity lit up, which did come and she was offered it, but she didn't say yes. And so, and that wasn't wrong or bad either. She, because we always have choice guys. But what I thought was really funny as well, I energetically saw that invitation light up that that was coming around her, but she decided it was too much too soon and she didn't want to quite go away. So she just chose differently. So that's another thing when people say, oh, well, nothing happened or, or I don't know what, you know, I don't know what that was. Well, it was just, it was just an energy that was there. So that's another piece that sometimes when we're expecting things to show up in a certain way, it is, you know, we can be 
overlooking where opportunities are or that we're just not looking that direction too. And so, you know, I hope this has been useful for you because it helps to, I always like to clarify these different um, routes and avenues. And so that when people are trying to just understand the world of these, you know, different intuitive services, working with different people, what's out there, what options um, are possible for them, this might help to clarify that a bit more for you. So if this podcast has inspired you to want to learn more or perhaps work with me or maybe do a session with me, uh, please check out my website, intuitivelifestylesuccess.com. I have a free Activate Your Intuition e-course, which is a wonderful e-course that helps you to understand you know, what your dominant sense is, being able to learn some basics on how to improve and begin to develop your intuition more. And also you can find out more about private one-on-one coaching packages, events, links, all kinds of cool stuff that's coming out. I have a fabulous wellness blog. And then of course these ongoing podcasts. So thank you much so much again for being here and listening and I'd love for you to follow me on my Buzzsprout podcast to comment and please share this and let me know what you think. So thank you so much everybody again and be well.